Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. It's about not so much being a policeman, but being um, uh, being the aide de camp, if I'd like to say, to the business. In this edition of the GRC Professional Podcast, we speak to Stephen Ferguson, who is a new president of the GRC Institute. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I'm the editor of the GRC Professional and the GRC Professional Online. And with me, I have our new president, Stephen Ferguson. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. No worries, Kwame. Thanks for having me. So, just so our members know a little bit about who you are, who is Stephen Ferguson? <laughs> um, Stephen Ferguson's a 58-year-old uh, finance professional, uh, and uh, I've been in the industry for around about 35 years thereabouts and uh, have come through um, banking financial services. So uh, that's Westpac um, in 81, was a commercial bank in those days, um, and then into the Bank of New Zealand, Australia, where we uh, started off dealing with brokers uh, in those days. Um, and then uh, that became Homeside Lending, which was the broker arm of, uh, of NAB. So I was within the NAB group. and. Um, through to uh, uh, Sydney, I, I'm a Melbourne boy, so uh, I transferred to Sydney uh, with the NAB group in uh, 2000 it was, uh, just on the last weekend of the Olympics. So um, from there, uh, about 2006, I uh, went to a business called Home Loans Limited uh, and uh, I'm currently with a mortgage aggregator called Connective. So um, uh, I've been through the normal run uh, in, in lending and banking, been a branch manager, accountant, all that sort of stuff. But um, you know, in the, uh, over the last half of uh, my career has been in the third party business, so uh, mortgage introduced uh, broker lines. And why risk and compliance? How did you end up there? <laughs> yeah, I, I nearly fell into that. Um, uh, when I came up, before I came up here uh, in 2000, I was state sales manager for uh, Homeside Lending down in Victoria. Uh, in Tasmania, so I was a, a BDM uh, in the early days um, of, of that and then uh, state manager running a, uh, a small team of uh, BDMs and we were dealing with the NAB's third party broker business. I came to Sydney um, to uh, do what was basically a 180 and uh, headed up the credit bureau uh, in Sydney and on the back of that I had legal compliance and uh, the compliance was through the National Bank's um, compliance division, but I was asked to establish one within uh, Homeside. So that's basically how I, uh, I came to uh, be doing compliance as we know it today, uh, because compliance in the old days was all about audit <laughs> rather than uh, what we know compliance as today. Right. And of course, as we started this off, I said that you, know, you are the new president of the GRCI, so yeah. I guess you have a, a new hat to wear and yep. things to consider. Um, and I guess part of that, based on what we've heard at the conference last week, is considering the future of compliance itself. You know, mm. what is the role of compliance? Mm. So if someone were to ask you, what is the role of compliance or what is the future of the role of compliance? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if you could answer that in a few words. <laughs> yeah, sure. It could take a lot of words. Um, I, you know, I could quote Don Chip from uh, the old... Uh, uh, National Party, who used to say they, he, in the National Party in those days, was not the National Party, um, the Democrats. Uh, you know, he was around to keep the bastards honest. <laughs> I think that's what compliance is at the end of the day. And 
Um, geez, you might have to edit that. Uh, but look, it, it's it's about um, making sure the governance of, uh, of corporations, from small businesses to uh, to large corporates, um, uh, to make sure that they're operating uh, within the scope of, uh, of you know, good corporate governance. That's you know the ASIC Act. It's um, all the individual acts that are around the National Consumer Credit Code. It's the um, AFSL uh, or AFS uh, uh, Act, uh, and, and all those things that come with it. it. It's about not so much being a policeman, but being um, uh, being the aide de camp, if I, I'd like to say, to the business. Um, on the risk side, you uh, you have the risk uh, managers. Chief risk officer sitting there and and managing the um, the business's uh, goals uh, and uh, setting with the board um, you know risk agendas. To my view, the compliance piece is about making sure that the business operates um, to make a profit, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, to do that uh, within uh, within the law. Um, so it, it's really about being that uh, checks and balances. Um, old boss of mine used to say, uh, he was a, um, an MD, he said just to keep him out of jail. <laughs> so I think at the end of the day, that's what, what we're doing is, is we're actually keeping, trying to keep things within the law. Right, yeah. And I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned that sort of it's not a policing role. And I know that Annette Dunselar, who is published in our journal, has mentioned, you know, the three lines of responsibility instead of the three lines of defence yeah. um, and the enablement as opposed to, mm. you know, sort of doing the compliance, yeah. advising on the compliance. And, and, and that's right. Yeah. Kwame is, is it's enabling people to, uh, to run their business, yeah. uh, but still do that um, uh, as best they can within the law. Right. Um, and of course, there's then the reporting responsibilities to uh, to the legislators and the uh, um, <clears throat> and ASIC and, and APRA and the like for the banks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it is not a policing effort, and it's not an audit uh, as such. Um, you know, those three lines of enablement, as Annette says, yeah. um, run through uh, the operational side and the customer facing. Yeah. Uh, then you know, line two, that's your compliance. Um, and, and your operational risk, and then line three is around your audit and your reviewing and those sort of things. So, right. It's a to me, it's a pretty exciting uh, part of the business, and it's a growing part. I remember um, an old boss of mine at uh, <coughs> at Homeside uh, said back in about two thousand and five, um, he said, "Get out there and uh, and push yourself into the risk and compliance field because he said it's going to grow." Mm-hmm. Um, it was was. Bit of a uh, you know target at that stage, so I'm glad I took that right. And I mean, maybe with what comes out of the Royal Commission, maybe it will grow. Maybe that will sort of galvanise some kind of change. Mm. And I guess that is really rolling into the next question. What? How do you think that the Royal Commission, the interim report, and the incoming final report next year? How do you think it's mm. going to impact the profession itself? There's some exciting times ahead, if I can use the word exciting. Um, you know, Justice Hain uh, rightly uh, is seeing a side of. Um, the financial service industry that's probably been um, insular up mm. until now. It's been held within the uh, the big the big corporations uh, and the way they operate, the way they interpret the law. Um, the interim report. There's some pretty damning stuff in there, I suppose, and uh, and I'm not here to go through that in, in this uh, in this forum. But 
You know, we're, we're in an environment economically uh, at the moment where, <clears throat> you know, uh, the fiscal environment is, uh, is tightened. Mm -hmm. Money's become harder to come by in terms of lending. Uh, yep. The banks have uh, started tightening their rules. I think going forward into the full report, there's going to be a fair bit of um, uh, work to be done by the banks to uh, regularise their processes, I think, um, into more common uh, across the board um, compliance and, right. and structures. I think at the moment uh, there's a lot of interpretation around the law um, across banking uh, and the insurance sector. Um, you've also got to have a look at the health industry and the, uh, the regulations that have come to affect the private health industry uh, over time. Um, transport, uh, particularly air transport, there's a lot of different stuff going on in the industry. It's not just finance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the most topical thing at the moment. Yeah, yes, um, it is, it is. And, uh, and I like to think that what my challenge going forward is going to be about encompassing all parts of uh, industry within Australia in regards to compliance. You know, we've, we've got people, uh, members who are from all parts of, uh, of industry and, and commerce. So uh, it's about trying to... Uh, you know, deliver training and assistance um, uh, and forums yeah. and agendas for all parts of the industry around compliance. Right. But the Royal Commission certainly um, is going to keep a lot of lawyers in, uh, in business for at least the immediate term. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that you will probably see uh, a lot of standardisation of, uh, of lending and financial services practices. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you did mention there are other industries and of course... Uh, I think there's supposed to be um, one in elder abuse, uh, possibly a, a commission coming into that, as yeah. well as one into energy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I guess more work for lawyers. Yeah, look, absolutely. And, and, and look, more work, yeah. you know, the more work for lawyers, the more work for us yeah. as compliance professionals. Um, and, uh, and the word professional is being used quite a lot, um, yeah. certainly within the GRC. Uh, over recent times, and it's going to be one of our, uh, you know, our agenda items going forward is to try and move um, uh, membership in the GRCI or, or compliance professionals yeah. into a, a category where, as we said at the conference, we can get the occupation recognised by the tax department, and and then move to uh, get um, the the profession, you know, recognised as a profession. So. Um, not an immediate uh, sort of result uh, out there in those sort of categories that is available, but mm -hmm. we've got to take those steps. Right, right. And yes, and as you mentioned, the event we had last week, the GRC 2018, which was not really a conference, although we're calling it a conference, it's part of our event series we've had throughout the year. Okay. Um, but yes, there was this big piece on professionalisation, but was there anything else that came out of that conference that really sort of captured, I guess, what you've been thinking about or anything you thought should have been mentioned? You wanted to yeah, we had a uh, we had a panel of regulators up there, which um, was an interesting uh, section, um, and uh, and with all due respect to those regulators that were there, um, I, you know, there was a lot of the same that we heard from the regulators. I, I think, you know, that to get commentary out of ASIC and APRA and um, and what is now AFCA in the new uh, FOS CIO space. Um, it's pretty tough because everything's in a, in a state of flux yeah. uh, and changing. So you've just had the, the credit ombudsman and the financial uh, ombudsman service merge 
they're still trying to find their feet with the old and the new. Mm. Um, so I think there's a lot of more of the same there. Uh, I think the ASIC and APRA piece, uh, they kept their, their cards close to their chest. Um, and uh, it will be interesting to see, uh, I think one of the questions raised <coughs> to, uh, to ASIC in that session was about funding and resourcing yeah. for what's going to come out of Royal Commission. Um, I think that uh, I saw in the paper the other day that they're going or uh, talking loosely to the government to get more funding yeah. for that sort of stuff. So I thought that was interesting um, to see their positions were in a whole pattern um, and I don't think we'll see a lot more until the full report comes out. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, from the conference, um, uh, uh, it was it was good. It was different. Um, it was intentionally different to uh, you know in a in an environment that we are where people are um, shutting down conferences into these state based type of things. I thought there was good discussion um, by a, a, a breadth of the people that were in attendance there. Um, we talked about you know the recognition of compliance professionals. I think that's very important. Um, you've got companies out there uh, who I think are playing lip service a lot to the compliance piece yeah. uh, and then, uh, you know, there's still that speed hump sort of ideology out there by you know, mostly medium and small sized businesses, um, you know, businesses are there to make profits. But at the end of the day, um, when like the banks you're paying you know, 10, 15, 20 million dollars in fines, um, I think it's better spent up front to try and resource your compliance piece. So uh, the discussion around where uh, we as a, uh, an industry, um, compliance profession, sorry, uh, is going to go, I thought that was robust. I think there's a lot more to go there. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, it, was a good, uh, it was a good full day. I was pretty beat after it. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to agree with you what you were saying about the regulators earlier. They did seem to be playing their cards close to their chest, but... Um, um, I did see the speech that Shipton gave um, at the Parliamentary Joint Committee yeah, last week, and it was interesting. He was very caref careful to say, well, you know, this was just the interim report. Mm. Yeah. So I guess they're playing their cards close to their chest for now, but we'll see what happens next year. Yeah, there's a whole economy yeah. tagging on the back of it, I think, um, economy, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and that's, that's the issue is um, uh, what does government and, um, you know, Royal Commission... Uh, and regulators do, mm. what do they do about um, probably the, uh, the underpinning um, industries in our country? Yeah. Now that's about how we, uh, how we spend money and how we receive money. Um, you've got to be very careful that you don't bang an economy on the head uh, at the end of the day. So I think, I think they've probably got more challenges than we have. We've got to interpret, they've got to make the law. <laughs> yes, that's true. And of course, just to wrap this up, we'd like to end with a bit of advice to um, GRC professionals. So what advice do you have for risk and compliance professionals trying to get this right? Yeah, look, uh, um, I, I suppose I, I, I can only take that sort of uh, question on the point of my experience. Um, and that is, uh, I think in, in risk and compliance, and compliance particularly, there's no absolutes. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the absolutes are decided by the courts uh, in regards to um, how we deal with matters. 
uh, I've found through my entire career that whether that's you know lending money or uh, protecting money as, as a compliance and, and legal person, it's about being able to roll with uh, punches, roll with how the uh, things are coming at you. At the moment, it's Royal Commission. Um, Two thousand and seven eight, it was uh, GRC, GFC, uh, Global Financial uh, Crisis. Um, you know, for those of us who are lucky to be in financial services industry from probably the early 90s to 2005-06, um, uh, compliance wasn't an issue because everything was just going up. So I think that, um, uh, you know, my only advice is that um, you're in a profession, and I'll use that term, that um, is at times difficult. Uh, it's uh, at times challenging uh, and it's times at times it's very rewarding so I think that um, the GRC is here to support uh, all the members and, and even you know, obviously those that aren't members out there uh, in business to get um, best practice around how we deal with uh, the big issues. Um, we're faced with Royal Commission and I've heard a lot of doomsay around Royal Commission. Uh, I think watch this space I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think there's a lot of good out there. And I think the Royal Commission highlights a lot of the bad. So uh, let's just see what Hain, you know, Justice Hayne delivers in February uh, or March or whenever it gets extended to if needed. And um, I think that we're all uh, in there for the long haul because uh, compliance is going to be around for a long time. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much, Stephen. Pleasure. Thanks, Colin. Thank you for listening to the GRC Professional Podcast. This podcast is produced by the GRC Institute and the original music was composed by Rob Neary.